0: Uh, hello, everyone! We're back! It's a new year! Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, welcome back to uh, Myths and Stories, uh, a podcast of epic proportions. Um, we don't have an introductor today. All of our introductors are are AFK, so you just get to listen to me introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm, of course, Zorialis uh, with... Uh, Mythborn. hello i was just gonna say that's your cue to say hi to the people hi uh, people <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah uh so we are back uh after our holiday break um because i am implementing a law of the land that holidays are to be accepted and loved and used as times off uh, to clear one's head and not get bogged down by uh, crunch and, and, and the neediness. to Because, you know, there's so much production involved in our little podcast here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I, Myth and I both agreed that, that we were going to take the, the Christmas break off. Uh, and then Myth had an unfortunate thing. He got sick. Um, like a lot,
1: like all, all of
0: a lot, all like, of it at once, <laughs> all of it. Uh, and I stressed myself out, so I got sick, uh, <laughs> not as bad as myth, but yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, we're back. We're, we're, we're better than ever. Um, so yeah, uh, we are still working through the books of sorrow. Yep. Um, where do we leave off last time? Last time so then?
1: we had just ended, uh, verse three, three last time um three nine of the books of sorrow here and i think maybe just to do a a really brief recap i suppose anyone that wants to can listen to these in order and and pick you know know exactly where we were uh, because they won't have a multi-week break Um, But for anyone that is maybe joining us at our our most recent episode when this comes out uh, to do a a very quick recap of uh, what we had gone over in the previous verses, Um, the very very... long story short version (laughs) is uh, is, uh... the hive used to be a species called the krill, Um, the royalty of a. A group of the krill uh, of the Osmium court um the the royal heirs, three sisters didn't like the the direction that things were going for their species. They sought out uh, power. they found that in the form of uh, worm gods at the center of their planet called fundament. Um, the worm gods struck a deal with them that they and their species would carry the larvae of these worm gods and uh, would have to feed those larvae. but in exchange they would be immortal for so long as they kept feeding them, and uh, they would have you know great power uh in addition to that that immortality uh, and so originally they're Uh, motivation was was revenge because they had been betrayed by another member of the court and they hunted that person that that uh tauix uh who betrayed their court um and and killed their father the previous previous osmium king um they hunted them across fundament and then when that when tauix hopped on a spaceship and left to one of the moons of Fundament. They followed them there, and there is a, uh, you know, destruction left in their wake. And uh, they came to call themselves the Hive. They established the Hive hierarchy of uh, uh, Thrall, Feed, Acolytes, Um, Acolytes feed knights and wizards, knights and wizards feed the Ascendant above them, the Ascendant above them then feeds uh, uh, Oryx, Sevathun, or Sivu Wrath, whichever one they're aligned to. Um, There's a lot more that happens than just that little breakdown, but that more or less gets us to where we stopped uh, last time. Uh, and brings us to well, and we
0: we also as to say we also established uh, sword logic, right?
1: Yeah, they established sword logic. Yeah, established uh, the sword the premise that there is one final shape that um, you know the the universe will be whittled down to one sharp being uh, is kind of the whole premise behind sword logic, and that's everything the hive do uh, are with, with that philosophy in mind, essentially. Um, so yeah, but that brings us to verse four, uh, which picks up immediately after the hive, uh, specifically Oryx has laid out that hierarchy. I just discussed, um, where kind of the, the lowest, uh, Tear the thralls, um, you know, give a little energy to the tier above them, who then give a little energy to the tier above them, and so on and so forth. And so, essentially, the entirety of the hive society is feeding not only the tier above them, but also Oryx, savathun and Sibu Arath, uh, eventually at, at kind of the end of that chain. So, verse four zero is titled, A Golden Amputation. Behold the wrath of Oryx, coiled for ten thousand years. Behold the golden amputation, the fall of Tashabeth, the end of an age we beat the worlds of tashabeth like skull drums and we howl in joy for our black war moons as they ram silver orbitals and gleaming star webs where infant tashabeth Tashbethi son ravens curl and die unborn in his throne world oryx paces ten times on the first pace Kragor sends the Accursed to blight the Tashabeth worlds. On the second pace, the Tai unleash their battleships and arsenal ships to fight our moons. On the third pace, Oryx's war priest meets them in battle and he is victorious. He paints the void with fire. He salts the earth with ash. On the fourth pace, Mengor and Kradug, Dyad Knights, go to the raven bridge and they stand on it and kill the Thai for 10 years on the fifth pace the Thai emperor raven comes home to her bridge and she cuts a moon with her talons she cuts it open and kills its brood on the sixth pace oryx speaks saying listen to me emperor raven and i will describe to you the last true shape which it is written on my tablet, and he puts out his fist full of black fire, and he swallows up the emperor raven with a wound. Ayat! Only Oryx knows this power, the power to take. On the seventh pace, the perfect raven comes out of Oryx's wound, and she spreads her wings across Tashbeth. Never again is a Tashbethi child born. She is perfect, she enacts the will of Oryx. On the eighth pace, the Thai say, Listen, you are spoilers, you are sphincters and excretia, you rot, why do you kill? We made silver orbitals and golden star webs. We hatched eggs, we had a good thing. Our clothes were nice, our food was famous. With one of her feathers, our emperor could have tickled the gods. On the ninth pace, Oryx says, this is the only God, this ability to dictate what will and will not exist, this power to go on existing, this is your God. On the tenth pace, the Tashabethi are extinct. Then Oryx says, listen, my siblings, do you know what we have done? We have conquered our way to the edge of the deep. It whispers to me when I call on it, and it guides my flight. It says that we are its threshold, and that I should come inside. I will go and speak to it. So that's a long one <laughs> to start off yeah. with. Yeah! Uh, Holy cow! It, it's it, And it's- we, we talked about this a little bit before. Many of these verses, especially at this point in the Books of Sorrow we've transitioned from it being a journal of sorts as it was in the, the first verses to more of a religious text. Um, Absolutely. A lot of
0: these, it's, there's very, it's very biblical. It's very, yeah. it's, yeah. It, it, it's, and, and biblical in the sense of, of it, 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 it has a lot of like, we say this and therefore it is type pro- prophecy type stuff. And, and, and,
1: and it's I, I, I wouldn't say it's written from the point of view of a worshiper about the their yes. their god, you know, um, absolutely. Very, very few entries at this point are Oryx directly dictating something or one of one of the sisters um, directly saying something. It's a lot of, you know, these are the words of our, you know, not not to be not to, to try and make light of it but like they're they are literally writing this as in these are the words of our Lord and Savior oryx essentially um, right
0: no absolutely that's and and it, it, it's it's interesting and we talked about this before too the the we're seeing a lot of parallels between uh, religions and 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 this text of writing Yeah. Um, it it's just it's it's neat to me to, to to be able to say this is the comparison that we have and this is something in real world mm-hmm. uh, um, existence that we can that we can compare it to and say this is you know it, whether and we try to be as as correct politically correct I guess as we can be <laughs> um, and it's and religion always a hard thing to to talk about and, and and dance about but it's I I like that we have this. Uh, this hive version, I, I, I don't know what to call it anymore. It's, it's it's not really the hive version of religion, but it's it's well, the I hive it as a religion. Is,
1: yeah, like it's it's interesting in in that, yeah, it's not necessarily that that the hive culture has a religion called the the books of sorrow or called sword logic. It's that the entire hive culture is built on the religion yeah. of sword logic. Um, yeah and and it to, like to without, the point it's, where there, it's very it it, is their social structure
0: yeah it's it's very symbiotic there it's it's very much uh it one doesn't exist without the other mm-hmm. right like sword logic doesn't exist without the hive and the hive doesn't exist without sword logic so it's it's this as much as we call it like the religion of the hive The the hive itself is the religion too so it's it's i it's blowing my mind yeah. but so who's who what i'm trying to understand this 10 pacing thing is are, are, i'm assuming this is like some type of breakdown of time right like, i think so you know in the, in the first year he uh, he attacked the moons and in the second year they did blah 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 that's what i'm taking all of this as yeah no
1: i, I think that's exactly what is it what it is it's it's a very dramatized telling of the the hive's subjugation and extinction of this uh, Tasha Beth race, um,
0: and and I guess the the silly question is like, what is the importance of this specific race being extinct? Because there there have been tons of races that, um, the, I mean, there was the whole like the Federation style uh, galactic people of of I don't remember their names um but we talked about him i think i think it was in the last episode uh where they got together and they're like hey we gotta stop the hive and they they out they almost did until oryx was like nah i'm gonna do better than that and then comes back with the power to take and then just mows through them and decimates like what 50 something races out of out of 500 and something races like he so so this isn't the first species to be eradicated by oryx and his sisters
1: no not at all um i i think maybe this is a i think there's there's two pieces that are are uh are important in particular for for this um a i think it's a a way to show how far they have come with oryx's new power the the power to take uh because they they fought the uh, ecumene where it was the previous race. That's what that's what it was. Um, yep. And very nearly That was like the Galactic Alliance. Yeah, and, and were stopped and very very nearly um were the hive were were almost ended by this this group. Uh and now the the very next battle we are told about is this battle with the, the Tashabeth and the Tashabeth uh, are led by this um this emperor raven and they're saying the emperor raven was powerful enough to single-handedly destroy a hive war moon which is literally a moon like it, it's
0: I was trying to say it it's when they say hive war moon it it is exactly that it's it's like if they took I mean, that's literally what uh, the, when we yeah. when we in game go to go to our moon. That's what they're trying to do to our moon. They're yep. trying to turn it into a war moon. Yep,
1: they essentially take a planet or take a moon and turn it into a small battleship, and that's how they've been going around the galaxies uh, up till this point. And this this Emperor Raven is able to you know destroy one of those war moons and wipe it out. And d- just to show the kind of like power scale that they're they're up against, and uh, this time, Oryx goes, "That's cute," and then takes this Emperor Raven, uh, and and
0: that's that's yeah. I think the powerful part yes. there is is. I mean to to not just cuz like with the with the ecumine, like he was going through and taking them as he was going and and then finally kind of like collapsed everything collapses in on itself mm-hmm. there because they they they're just losing forces left and right. This one he just comes right out the gate and like all right head official boom taken. Yep. Now what? Your your leader is now mine
1: like, and they're going to yeah. come and help us kill everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, so then it says, I mean, for at least for Oryx and, and, and his sisters and, and, the, and the rest of the hive, this is just a joke now. Like, this is this, it, they're the, the power to take is such a powerful thing. And and now, at the end of that uh, 4.0, um, it talked about uh, the darkness.
1: Yeah. And I think this is, are they
0: fighting in the darkness or are they, are they,
1: so not, not in the darkness, I don't believe. Um, but I think this is the other piece as to why this particular entry is important um so Oric says we have conquered our way to the edge of the deep it whispers to me when i call on it and it guides my flight it says we are at its threshold and that i should come inside i think um perhaps the tibethi or, or uh, tashabeth excuse me um may have been the literal defenders of the end of the universe uh i think you're right and that now with them gone oryx can walk walk i say walk uh can travel is more accurate to the end of the universe and that's where there's a connection to the deep um, a physical connection. A physical we're connection. Talk, we're
0: talking. This is this is because because before it, when they were talking to the worm gods in fundament, uh, we theorized a lot that that maybe the maybe there was a a, a gateway there or something that mm-hmm. that that possibly connected to the deep, um, and that maybe they weren't talking to the worms or maybe they were talking to a worm, and the and the rest of them weren't actually there, and that they were all in deep. And so so this is this is an actual like. We've reached the edge of the universe, and we, the the next step to take is into the deep.
1: That's how I read it, and I think that uh, makes a lot of sense considering what we know about Callus as well, because Callus, yes. suppose you know, when he was exiled aboard the Leviathan, uh, it drift. It drifted into. I, I'm trying to remember the exact terminology. I think it said that it just it drifted into uncharted space to the darkest part of the universe, and that's where Callus supposedly uh, had a meeting with the darkness, the entity, and yeah. that's what you know gave him some great revelation that turned him into the Callus we know or or knew um, prior to the Glycon. Uh, right. Maybe the only reason Callus was able to even get to that uh lo- you know, area of the universe and commune at all was because Oryx had already wiped out this race that was previously kind of the protectors of. Um
0: That's a, that's an interesting theory too, that like if these truly were the protectors of the deep or of the darkness, like now anyone can essentially just go there.
1: If they have the means to do so. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: But so Oryx ends this verse by sa- by literally saying, I'm going to go talk to the darkness. I'm yeah. I'm at its threshold. I'm going to go talk to it. Burb. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then that leads us into verse 4-1, which is titled Battle Made Waves. It's a very short verse. Oryx went down into his throne world. He went out into the abyss, and with each step he read one of his tablets, so that they became like stones beneath his feet. He went out, and he created an altar, and he prepared an unborn ogre. He called on the deep, saying, I can see you in the sky. You are the waves which are battles, and the battles which are waves. Come into this vessel I have prepared for you. And it arrived, the deep itself. <clears throat> so, holy cow!
0: He literally called the deep into an ogre. He
1: literally called the deep into an ogre, very similarly to how Callus was trying to call the deep into the scorn aboard the Glycon. Um, holy cow! For the the same reason, essentially, to to commune, to talk to the the darkness the entity the deep the entity um and succeeded yeah Uh,
0: now the i think i think that's 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 the (laughs) you you can preach and 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 say and do and everything it it's when you actually succeed that's when it's like oh shit (laughs) uh this got real real quick uh, so yeah, so for him to, to call upon the darkness and to say, hey, I got a body here. I just need you to use it to talk to me. Yep. And the darkness go,
1: all right. All right. We'll have a conversation. Um, now, here's here's a fun little thing. Uh, the And I, I don't have any direct threads here, but I think there's a theme that's interesting to think about. So Oryx uses an unborn ogre as the the vessel for the deep to to commune with him um so a, a unborn to me means not living you know is not yet yeah. alive um we see but where do ogres
0: rank in the hive higher
1: well if i remember correctly and now now i'm gonna look that up um that up. ogres are kind of like a sick hive experiment uh That's what I thought. They... It's like cursed thralls. Like, cursed
0: thralls aren't supposed to be... Cursed thralls aren't naturally born.
1: Yeah. Um, let's see. What, what, here? All ogres begin as unborn, awaiting the time when they will be called by the Hive Wizards for a rebirthing ritual. After this, they are known as reborn and possess greater strength, intelligence, and arcane abilities. Um...
0: Is that why their I-beam is a melee attack?
1: Yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fucking
0: bullshit is what that is.
1: (laughs) Says, Ogres are giant members of the Hive. Guardians have little information on Ogres, given that few survive encounters with the beasts. Warlocks believe that they are the product of... Uh, Of unusual rituals, these creatures are driven by unimaginable pain, even enabling them to escape their creator's control. So from what I remember and and what this seems to to be supporting is that ogres are like they took a a thrall or, or some member of the hive and essentially tortured it with rituals until it turned into an ogre. And like an ogre's very existence is just... Immense pain, yeah,
0: uh, just continual torture and torment. Yeah,
1: um, which is why they which, yell at us now, all the time and shoot
0: eye beams. Well, not just that. Does this does this give us credence to um, essentially what is green magic?
1: Oh, you mean like? Uh, well, it it, well, it presumably. Based on what I'm seeing here, and I'm I'm using the the Destinypedia at the moment, um, as as the source. Um, if ogres are created with a ritual,
0: remember, kids, you can use anything you want as long as you cite your references. That's
1: right. Because
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> then it's no longer copyright infringement.
1: <laughs> if uh, if ogres are created through a ritual, a hive ritual. What we learned um, from previously in the books of sorrow is that all hive rituals are essentially ways for the hive to ask favors of the darkness. Um,
0: right. It's it's their version of science, but it's it's it, since it can't be explained in words, it's therefore magic.
1: Right. I. Uh, so the ogres seem to be essentially they they i i read them as the, they're unborn until they go through this ritual at which case they're turned into the ogres that we know them as
0: and and i think that leads that leads credence to the to the scientific uh, experimentation idea right yeah. Yeah, yeah. like it what 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 else would it would explain it other than a, a science experiment
1: so if we if we're to operate under the assumption then that i uh, these unborn ogres are dead or, or not living in the traditional sense. And I think
0: not living is a, is a better explanation because dead implies that they were alive before. That's true. And I, I truly, I truly think of them as just, I don't What would you call abominations? Just, just piles of junk, you know, and, and, then they're like, "Okay, breathe life into it. Boom! Now it's alive."
1: Yeah, my my internal visualization for this is that there's some weird little amalgamation in like a test tube until yeah. one of the wizards decides, "Okay, we need to make an ogre," and they they put the test tube on an altar, do whatever they do, and you get an ogre at the end of it. Um, yeah. I don't know that that's accurate, but that's just kind of how I visualize it. In I mean, way.
0: we can use that as accurate.
1: Uh, yeah. But no, so the thread that I'm I'm trying to follow here... Uh, Oryx communes with the darkness using an unborn ogre as a host, which we're going to make the assumption is not living. Callis uh, yes. uses scorn to commune with the darkness, albeit not as successfully as Oryx does here. I... Uh, but he does succeed in getting the darkness channeled into the scorn. The scorn are undead fallen. Yep. The times that we have talked to the darkness directly in some fashion, it is being channeled through a mirror of our guardian who is undead.
0: Ooh.
1: Now I don't have any grand revelation for what that might mean, but it's an interesting pattern.
0: Well, we always talk about how the how the darkness is all about. Well, it's it's funny because we we always say the darkness is all about death, and 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 the light is always about resurrection. Uh, maybe maybe it's the other way around.
1: I don't know that that death and resurrection per se are the most accurate descriptors um
0: i really don't think they are like that's 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 the I, the best i can think of off the top of my head but I, I i don't really have a good i
1: think if if we're gonna take those concepts and try to apply some different verbiage to it the darkness is about darkness? finite ends finite. and the light is about there perpetuation. you
0: go there you go about yes okay yes i like that idea I like that idea of it being an end or a continuation and 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 not just a not just like a a minuscule continuation like a a infinite continuation yes. oh i like i like this i like this
1: so uh we have in the next verse supposedly the dark what the darkness said to Oryx through this unborn ogre. Um, and I have to laugh because it is written so very differently than everything else. Uh, and, and I've kind of noticed this every time we talk to the darkness or, uh, the darkness is brought up, um, be it in like the truth to power lore book or, uh, through the cutscenes where, you know, we're your savior, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Darkness always kind of comes off as a cheeky bastard and right, the, the same thing can be said here.
0: Uh, like darkness always seems like it's full of itself. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Like it's so convinced that it is the greatest thing in the history of
1: anything. So what we have is verse four, two titled majestic, majestic. And this is uh seemingly written from the point of view of the darkness to Oryx. It says, Oryx, my king, my friend, kick back, relax, shrug off that armor, set down that blade, roll your burdened shoulders and let down your guard. This is a place of life, a place of peace. Out in the world, we ask a simple, true question. A question like, can I kill you? Can I rip your world apart? Tell me the truth. For if I don't ask, someone else will ask it for me, will ask it of me. And they call us evil, evil, evil means socially maladaptive and we are adaptiveness itself. Ah, Horrocks, how do we explain it to them? The world is not built on the laws they love, not on friendship, but on mutual interest Not on peace, but on victory by any means. The universe is run by extinction, by extermination, by gamma ray bursts burning a thousand garden worlds, by howling singularities eating up infant suns. And if life is to live, if anything is to survive through the end of all things, it will live not by the smile, but by the sword. Not in a soft place, but in a hard hell. Not in the rotting bog of an artificial paradise, but in the cold, hard, self-verifying truth of that one ultimate arbiter. The only judge. The power that is its own metric and its own source. Existence at any cost. Strip away the lies and the truces and the delaying tactics they call civilization, and this is what remains. This beautiful shape. The fate of everything is made like this in the collision. The test of one praxis against another. This is how the world changes. One way meets a second way, and they discharge their weapons, they exchange their words and markets, they contest, and in doing so... They petition each other for the right to go on being something instead of nothing. This is the universe figuring out what it should be in the end. And it is majestic, majestic. It is the only thing that can be true in and of itself. And it is what I am. And that's the end of that verse. Holy cow. So
0: that's uh
1: it's it's the darkness essentially spinning sword logic uh, it, it it it's it's a repeat. That's
0: that's really what I got from it. Like the, like especially that later half of it. Like when it's when it's talking about how two forces meet and then they war, they exchange weapon weapon fire, they exchange markers, they exchange ideas, and then whatever the outcome is, is the like that's that's the that's what survived. That was the 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 better of the two. That ones that that thing that that exists at the end of it is that is the better, is the winner of the sword logic. Yeah. And and therefore is is quote unquote allowed to live on right like that's like yeah, yeah the
1: the darkness's and, point of view and we've gone over this before and um, the you know in various different uh, explanations but I I I do like this explanation in particular in a lot of ways um, generally speaking the the darkness the entities belief uh, as they explain here is that. If there are two things in the universe, they will always combat each other until there's only one thing left. And that will keep continuing every time two things meet until there are there are no more two things. There's only one thing. And that this entire process is natural and is the universe figuring out what it should be. What one thing it should be? Uh,
0: that's a that's a genuine like. I, that's that's a that's an interesting thought in itself. Like that's a
1: little bit, yeah.
0: I mean, what if what if what if the what if the universe really is that way?
1: What? Well, and you know, I, I think what makes the the darkness compelling, and and makes the whole theory of sword logic compelling is that it's essentially just a you know universal on a universal scale survival of the fittest which yeah yep is is a natural theory that we can see play out even on our own planet you know in, in yep outside of the destiny universe um so it's it's not that unbelievable that Someone right, can hold like that view, and that that view could, <laughs> is, and it is happening across <laughs> you know multiple worlds and galaxies and all that, and all
0: um, across dimensions. Yeah. So, like that's like is is oh okay. Now I just had a thought. Is that the truth? Because when we talk about different dimensions like like the deep in the sky and 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 our world and the, the the you know the stack of coins that we talked about in the ascended mm-hmm. plane and you know shifting left and shifting right and and our world exists and our plane exists because of the physics that enact it and you know the nine don't understand that so they have to have their their ways to 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 interpret that and you know is is the truth if that if that thought if that idea of survival of the fittest exists across all planes of existence is that the truth that Savathûn speaks of.
1: Yeah, I mean we could we could attribute it to a lot of things. I uh, is is kind of what it comes down to. Like I There's there's a lot of different theories out there that we could speculate on uh and be here <laughs> longer than than we would probably would be otherwise uh till like next year <laughs> yeah yeah until way after Witch queen is out um yes but it's an interesting thought and and I think this is probably one of the most concise tellings of what the theory of the darkness is and what sort what the theory of sword logic as the hive know it is um,
0: and at the end of the day, the 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 darkness, being the arrogant self that it is, does speak in riddles. Like I I don't know that I don't know that it's a hundred percent riddles. But everything that he's saying, or everything it is saying, everything the darkness is saying, is left up to interpretation by oryx and whatever oryx wants it to sound like. You know, like it it's perception is everything right so that's to for the darkness to say something in in one sense and to orcs go oh well you see this is sword logic see final shape da, da 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 fight you know two become one and that and that one becomes or two 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 clash and then one survives and that one goes on that's the better of the two so and less of a you know two two clash and maybe they both go on but not in the same sense that they were before they've each adopted ideas and beliefs and thoughts of, of the other side. And, and now the new thing that has been created is by definition, a new thing. And, and the thing that goes on because it, it, the, the original two don't exist anymore.
1: So I think that's a really interesting way of thinking about it, that the, a clash between two, doesn't uh, A and B meet, you know, party A and party B meet and have conflict, it doesn't always mean that like one party has to lose, you know, party B loses and party A continues, A and B could become C, you know, could could become an entire different uh, group in and of themselves with their own philosophies and their own... You know, decisions based on the conflict of A and B. I uh, I don't think that's what the the darkness is is going for in their explanation, though. Um, sure. I think that's a really interesting way to interpret it, and I really like that idea actually, uh, as a, well, a counterpoint the whole, to the whole, uh, what they're saying.
0: Well, and the whole idea with that behind that was the whole idea that uh, Clothespray Bray had. You know, that if 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 uh, clarity was introduced to something, that new something became a totally different thing and could never go back to what it was before. So, in in sword logic thought, and and in in darkness thought, I would I, I hesitate to add that in there, but yeah, in darkness thought, once darkness has introduced itself to two things that new thing has become a, th- a third thing and can't go back to bit what it is before. And it's, I, I like that. I, I really do.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think on the, as much, the... as much as
0: I feel like that's not what's being presented here. Yeah. That's what, that's what I, I like that interpretation of it. Yeah,
1: I like that idea, but I, I think you're correct. That's not what's being presented here. Uh, the, they're, no. they're saying that, you know, the, uh, let me say the, the, uh, the, Things will not live in a soft place, but a hard hell, not in the rotting bog of an artificial paradise, but in the cold, hard, self-serving truth of that one ultimate arbiter, the only judge, the power that is its own metric and its own source, existence at any cost. Uh, So there and it goes goes on to say that um, civilization is a delaying tactic. to to develop a civilization that relies on peace and art and trade and um, you know, all of those things that, that we might see as, as being a successful, yeah successful existence. Um, They're saying all that really is, is a delaying of the inevitable to, to pretend to, to have a civilization is just people preventing, you know, Delaying the clash that is going to come eventually uh to decide you know which side has the right to exist uh yeah but yeah so yeah no
0: I yeah a hundred percent
1: so this is the uh the the darkness's statement to oryx uh and we don't get any kind of Um, any kind of response or interpretation from Oryx we just get the statement made by the darkness and that's that's it Uh, to kind of do with as we as we see fit
0: interpret as you will Uh mere (laughs) mortals and interpret we shall
1: (laughs) so that leads us into verse 4 3 which is, when do monsters have dreams? Uh, and this one seems to be from the point of view of Oryx, again. Uh, this is like almost a, a journal entry back to kind of the original verses here. It says, I'm walking down the road. I'm going to the orrery to talk to my dad. And I hear, well, I hear this noise. So I look back and my sisters are behind me and they're ripping up the road. They've got these huge swords, execution swords, and they're levering the stones out of the road. The stones are covered in writing. They're like tablets, and there's dirt underneath, full of worms. I need to get to the orrery before they catch up to me, so I start running, but right away someone trips me. It's my dad. He's got his foot out and he grabs me by the horns and just slams me down on my face. I'm in so much pain, I nearly throw up a worm. Why weren't you ready for this? He says. He's wearing glare goggles, those shiny goggles that he'd used to save his vision during lightning storms or sea fire. All three of his eyes reflect me. Didn't you know they'd be jealous because they couldn't come to the orrery and talk to me? Didn't you know they'd move against you? I start wailing like I'm two days old again, and I say, I thought you were my friend. I'm supposed to be safe here. But he just puts out his fist, and I realize he's laughing at me for believing him. Why did I think I'd be safe? In his fist, he's got a black sun, and he holds me by the throat and goes to tip the black sun inside of me. I can see my jaws in his goggles, three reflections of my jaws with so many teeth. So I start eating. I bite huge pieces out of him and I claw him up. I eat his legs and I eat his arms and his goggles and his eyes and he says, Good, good, this is majestic and true. But my sisters are still tearing up the road, so I don't know how to get back. So this one's a little more interpretive. I, th-
0: I, I, the, the one part of the whole thing that sticks out to me is that majestic part, right? Like that's,
1: I, I think this is Oryx trying to express his regret for taking yes. the, the deal with the worms. Um, 100%. Yeah. I, th-
0: I think, I think that he is, he is looking at this idea of, you know, if, this 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 uh, this grand idea of if i you know what if i hadn't you know and mm-hmm. the, and then for 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 it to, for him to devour his his father in his dream like that's and i, I that's what i think uh, i think all of this is a dream yeah i think uh, so too that he's having especially based um, on the
1: title of the verse when do monsters have dreams um dreams. yeah I, I think that's so I, that is what this
0: is. and i and i i think i think oryx himself having the regret, but then his sisters just continuously like the, the thought of them tearing up the road is, is the whole idea of, you know, they're the ones pushing me forward. They're, they're the whole reasons I can't go back. Yeah. Like, and, and Oryx tried to stop once before too. Mm -hmm. And Savathun was like, nah, nah, you can't No, We're, we're down this path. This is it. This is, this is us. This is eternity. And, and it, it, for him, for, for Oryx to see that level of regret, and then to have that, like, I mean, to have the the image of his father shove a, a black sun down his throat, which I interpret as like a, a blight, you know, yeah. like a a, a a darkness blight.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's and, uh, probably representative of um, the power of the darkness through the worms. You know, he's he's yeah. ingesting this black sun. Uh, seems seems to be, you know kind of a, a symb- symbology, for symbology for it taking the, the larvae of the worms into them.
0: Worms. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then for him to, to devour his dad, like it did to me, that's, that's the idea of like every, everything that he was before as a krill is, is gone. Like that's there. There's so, there's so little left of, um, what would it have been Al- out our yeah before it yep. was our Um, so there's so little, there's so little left of our that it, it, it's, it's impossible to go back and, and to have his sisters continually chewing up the road behind him to, to, to delete the, the way back is very telling too that, that he does have some form of regret. Yeah. Whatever that
1: is. No, I, I think so. I um, think so, this really humanizes uh, Oryx. Like this is yeah. No, he he was a lot more complex of a character than what may have first appeared. Um, yeah, you know he definitely he
0: wasn't just a dude hell bent on conquering the universe. Like it, it he came off as that to me of like ah oh, big bad baddie we got to shut him down, and like with this verse he's very much like shit man I fucked up yeah. Now, God, now, well, how do I fix this? And and to have no way to fix it, to to look back and see his sisters pushing him forward, to, to removing the way back. It's it, man, that's got to be heartbreaking. Yeah.
1: Well, and I I think so. We um, go then into verse four four, and I think it's him justifying to himself why he can't or shouldn't go back. Um. So verse 4-4, again, this is from Oryx's point of view, kind of like journal entry style, uh, titled More Beautiful to Know. And it says, Sometimes I wonder if I'm a nihilist. I don't do much except break things. That's what they say about me. We could have had a great civilization if it weren't for that damn Oryx, that damn hive. They don't believe in anything but death. The only way to make something good is to make something that can't be broken, and the only way to do that is to try to break everything. I'm glad I learned that the universe runs on death. It's more beautiful to know. But I'm lost somewhere strange. I think that Savathun and Sivu Arath are trying to steal the tablets from me. They must have cut off my tribute while I was away, communing with the Deep. I love them so dearly. No one else is clever or strong enough to try to break me. No one else can give me this gift. Once, long ago, I killed Shivu Arath on her war moon, and she blew up the whole moon to kill me with her. She was laughing in joy, and I laughed too. A whole moon... A whole moon. It was a waste of a moon, but it taught me how to save myself from exploding worlds, which was necessary to fight the Ekumine. I love mighty Shivu more than a moon loves the tide. I will kill her for this, over and over, forever and ever. When I get home from my wanderings in the deep, and I take back my throne, I'm going to have children, that's what I need, sons and daughters to love and to kill. Orcs is messed up. Wow,
0: <laughs> dude! I, that's that. My first thought at the end of that was like, "Dude's gone insane. He's lost it. He's he's completely like, it, it's oh, Jesus." Um,
1: so my my. I guess one interpretation I can take from this in conjunction with the previous uh, statement about, you know, his sisters digging up the road behind him, preventing him from going back. um, Is that he kind of in a, almost in like a Stockholm syndrome way has decided that the expression of love is synonymous with trying to conquer the other, you know, trying to have that conflict, um, between parties and seeing who's stronger is a, is a way is some twisted way of showing that you care about them because you believe that, uh, they could, that, that they're, that they're worthy to test their existence against yours. Um,
0: I, I, I like that idea. Cause that, that then coincides with the sword logic, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, and I think that's like,
0: that's, that's, that's like, that's like a, that's like a, I mean, you put it best a Stockholm syndrome way of expressing the, the, the sword logic
1: yeah and that's kind of the feeling I get is just he has lived in this world for so long that despite having some deep seated regrets to how he ended up here uh whether he realizes he has those regrets or not honestly um he is he has decided that like this this is what it means to exist and
0: that's Right. Like I'm, I'm curious if it's like, if it's like that acceptance, right? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like seeing him go
1: through depression. A a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, you see, you see the level of, of denial. Oh no, no, no. What we're doing is right. You know, then, then moving on to regret, like, oh, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And now he's at, now he's at the point of acceptance. Like, well, this is how life is. This is it. Yeah. That's, that's an issue. There, man we he is complex
1: no he's he is quite the character um
0: and now he's like i want to have babies so i can kill them over and over again
1: yeah which is is uh, twisted that's
0: like (laughs) like, right like that's like like to him like that's like okay that makes sense right like that's like okay yeah that's that's oryx that's that's what oryx would do that's You know, if, if if that's how sword logic works and that's how you express your love, that's – yeah, no, that makes sense. But sort of like the outside reader of going, you want to have babies just so you can kill them over and over again? Like,
1: what the hell, that's, man? Uh,
0: what the hell?
1: <laughs> what the hell's
0: going on? <laughs> do you, yeah. Do you, need, do you need someone to talk to?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. So this leads us into verse 4-5. Uh, which is titled... Well, we're blazing through these verses tonight. We are. Uh, this one's titled This Love is War. Uh, and this is um, from the perspective of Shivu Arath to Oryx. So,
0: sounds like it could be like an 80s song. Like,
1: <laughs> This Love is War. No. There's probably a song out there with that title. Let's, let's be honest. Uh...
0: All right. You know, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> you read, I'll Google. All right.
1: So this one starts Betrayal We have marooned Oryx within the deep. This is our obligation as lords of the hive to make war upon each other, to eradicate weakness and make ourselves sharp. Obligations Once I permitted Oryx to kill me so that he could gain the sword logic and overcome Akka, our god. This left me trapped deep within my throne. But Oryx, my brother, made war upon the Ecumene, and in that war he described me, for I too am war. Thus I was resurrected. Resurrection. Savathun and I conspired to strand Oryx on his expedition, but I secretly believe that I will be stronger with Oryx to war against. Thus I describe him. A Description of Oryx When Oryx looks upon you, you feel that you may vanish if he looks away. The crest of Oryx's skull is as long as an arm. In the course of its life, a thought moves from one end to the other. Upon his crest, I have painted a line in my blood so that he will remember me. Each of Oryx's fangs has the precision of a finger and the acuity of an eye. Although he was born at the bottom of the universe and taught to burrow, Oryx has grown wings. The light of wildfire shines through them. Oryx teaches, but he will not be taught. Oryx's body is corded with strength. His sinew and muscles are as strong as his children, and his children are the strength of him. Oryx wears a remiant of worm silk made from the cowl of gods. The voice of Oryx may cause two different numbers to become equal. Oryx, my brother, is the bravest thing I know. Upon fundament, he learned that we were the natural prey of the universe, the most frail and desperate of things. He thought about this carefully, and he found a way to fix it. He made us strong. He will lead us into eternity. Oryx, my brother, loves me, and this love is war.
0: Well, uh... Good good news, bad news? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, it's actually an anime.
1: <laughs> I totally knew that. So, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, now you're like, well, crap. Uh, yeah, no 80s song, though. Uh, um, that's, kind of bummed about that. That's
1: unfortunate.
0: Uh, but yeah, Description of Oryx. That's pretty spot on as, as what we've seen. Wings, uh, crazy strength, super tall, super big. Yep. Uh, I mean, hell, when we fought him in King's Fall, uh he was literally the size of the leviathan like his whole head was bigger than all of us guardians like that's you know everything about this seems legit and and um oh there's one in line in there the the um to make two numbers equal each other two different numbers equal each other that speaks to like the will of oryx right like that's because he wills it there, therefore it is, you know, that's the whole I thing, right? Like that's,
1: um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, no, this is, it's interesting. So, um, so Shiva kind of expands a little bit on maybe how you could see conflict and death, uh, between hive as an, an expression of love, because by fighting them and, um, trying to kill them you are helping them eradicate their own weakness you are making them stronger by being in this struggle um sure and if you believe that strength is the ultimate decider on whether or not you should exist you are in a weird twisted way helping them to continue to exist continue to qualify to exist i guess
0: um there there it is. The I like I like that I like that qualify to exist. So Qualify to exist in in, in sense of the sword logic. Yes. Like yeah. in yeah. I like that. I really like that.
1: Yeah. So that kind of and it, it just reiterates that yes, Shivurath and Savathun tried to strand Oryx in the deep. Um but it almost sounds like I
0: was to say the Shivu Arath. Did they actually Well, the, did they actually succeed? It, it sounded like they succeeded with this. Yeah, one. they
1: say we have marooned oryx within the deep. Um but it sounds like uh, Shivu Arath secretly without Savathûn knowing presumably, which is kind of embarrassing for the god of cunning and trickery. <laughs> for the god of uh, trickery. <laughs> Uh, says, I secretly believe that I will be stronger with Oryx to war against. Thus I describe him and her description of him, um, is so that he can be resurrected.
0: Uh, that's, that's what I was thinking too. Like, yep. That's, that's, that was the exact thought that I had there too, was that because, because she is like describing him so perfectly, so exactly, that is how he can continue to exist. Yeah. Uh, that To where if he was just completely erased from everything, from all of existence, from all of history, from all of everything, because there is an, a, a description of him, he can therefore exist on. Which I think is similar to how Mara was able to rebuild herself after dying.
1: Yeah, I'd have to go back because and read. Because all of
0: the Awoken people had a very exact thought of how Mara was and how Mara is and and her looks and everything about her. She, she presented herself as being this, you know, perfect being almost. And, and, and for her to have that thought in, for her to have presented herself that way in so many people's heads now creates a, a universal, (laughs) <laughs> truth you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah that's yeah, i'd have
1: to go back and read exactly that bit of um the the i, I don't remember if that's in mara or if that's a different a different book um where she like come becomes herself again um in the wills her atoms into existence yeah Yeah. i'd have to go back and read that to see if there's any indication of exactly how she you know goes about that but i think that's a it's probably very similar um because even shivu says uh you know that oryx killed her which trapped her in her throne um, but he made war upon the Ecumene, and in that war he described Shivu Arath and through that description she was resurrected so yeah, yeah it seems to be that it, if you as a hive can perfectly describe another hive that has a throne world and their soul is still in that throne world then they can use that description as a means of of resurrecting into, the you know that plane of existence. Yep. I uh, yep. So yeah, uh, that leads us to verse four six, which Jesus, we are, we really are blazing through these stuff This is these pretty well. This is weird. Um, I know I keep looking at the clock and I keep being surprised that it's not later than it than it is
0: yeah no like we we always joke especially in this first couple of of deals And well i guess that i think we're having a better understanding of of kind of like the hive in general like we're really starting to meet up more and more mm-hmm. where uh we've seen a lot of this presented to us in game so it's it's to be able to, to be able to have a, a, an actual you know <sighs> I don't want to call it a physical thing in front of us because obviously it's all just digital existence, right. but right. for us as the guardian to have something like this presented to us and for us as the player to be able to see that and, and have some sort of reference for it and everything like it's, that's, I think that's interesting.
1: So we get some interesting tidbits in this next verse. This is verse four, six titled eater of hope. You are Crota, my son. Welcome. I fought my way out of hell to make you. I fought my traitor siblings, and I fought the swarming corpse of Akka, and I cut my way back into my own court, the high war which had been usurped. Once I had made war on Savathun and crippled her tribute so that she could never challenge me, and once I had tricked Sivu Arath and poisoned her tribute so that she could never again try to take my tablets, And once I had arranged my own lineages so that I would be greatest amongst the hive and secure on my throne, then I found a mother to make spawn. One of those spawn was you. Your life will be a battle too. You will have to win your place at the high war. I will give you nothing except this, your first sword and this name that I have prepared for you. We fight a war against false hope. We chase a god called the Traveler, a huckster god who baits young life into building houses for it. These houses are unsafe, for they cannot stand against my hive. And these houses are a trap, for they lead young life away from the blade and the tooth, which are the tools of survival and means of ascension. Only when the Traveler is extinguished Will the universe be free to arrange itself, and assume by ruthless contest its final perfect shape? A shape which depends on nothing but itself. Thus I name you Crota, Eater of Hope. There is an oath upon me, Crota, my son, an oath against the wretched Tauwix. This I do not give to you. It is for me, your father, to bear let us go and meet your aunts and uncles.
0: So we have the birth of Crota. We the birth of
1: Crota. Uh, a couple of interesting tidbits here, actually, outside of Crota. Um, so, not only did they trap Oryx in the deep uh, successfully, he had to fight his way out of the deep, back to the Ascendant Plane, and then fight both Shivu Arath and Savathun and their entire horde, which had taken over his, his throne world, the High War, uh, in order to kind of reclaim his throne. And not only did he fight them, he crippled their tribute to the point where they could never rise to try and usurp him again.
0: Uh, And then... Oryx might be a lot more powerful than we're giving him credit for.
1: And then he arranged his own lineages so that none would ever... So that he would remain the greatest of the hive. So he presumably arranged lineages. Sounds like eugenics. Um, Oh, absolutely. 100%. He guaranteed at a genetic level that there would never be another hive as strong as him.
0: That's mind-blowing. That's also, that's also a little like, what would you call that? Uh, megalo, megalomaniac-ish?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's, it has some interesting implications as well. So, if he has crippled the tribute for Savathun and Shivu Arath so that they would never become able to challenge him again, presumably that crippling is still in effect. Whatever he did was permanent. That's,
0: that's what I, that was my thought when you said that when, when, so, I mean, obviously that has lots of implications yeah. in current destiny and in, in current day destiny. So
1: that, that might be a reasoning, um, an additional reasoning to Savathun trying to get out of this pact with the worms, because, she yeah. can literally never get as powerful as Oryx was, and we already beat Oryx, so she may see that as as you know not an avenue to take anymore um
0: that's an interesting thought too like it, if oh man, that is an interesting because that i mean that that just leads more oh man
1: and shivu arath in the same in the same way she will if if this if she's still crippled the way that i think they're they're implying then again shivu arath will never reach the power level of oryx and we already beat oryx so like i I don't that's
0: my that's genuinely mind-blowing like like what does that say about the light versus dark
1: well and not not just that shivu and savathun will never reach the power level of oryx Oryx at least seems to imply that no hive ever will None. reach the power that he did. Not I... a
0: single hive. Like the, the, fact, the fact that we're talking about a, a, a genetically altering, at least that's the way I'm interpreting it, is genetically altering the entirety of the hive and the rest of everything to never be able to reach his strength. Yeah. And then to cripple his sisters who are the only two that I would think would be at his level of strength and his level of power because the, you know, having killed each other over and over and over Mm -hmm. and over and over again um, to create that strength for him to just like cut that in half and be like, nah, you, you, you think you're stronger. You will never be stronger. You will never be equal. You'll never be better. You will always be below me. Uh, That's a Jesus. That's a. Kind of a mind fuck there. <laughs> a little bit. Uh,
1: which, I mean, I guess the, the question becomes, what is the implication for the Hive as a whole then? Because if... or I mean, we beat if, the strongest thing of it. Yeah, if Oryx was and will always be the strongest Hive to ever exist now or, you know, since he was around and in the future and he's been defeated, does that mean the Hive will never be able to defeat us? You know, do do they, uh, granted, I know video game, we're always going to be stronger than the hive because we pop their heads all the time. But, uh, from an in universe perspective, this lends a lot more gravity to the death of Oryx, uh, for the hive. It really people, does. Cause that was kind of a, a statement to the hive that you will literally never be powerful enough to, to deal with us. Um, and I, I kind of,
0: I'm, I mean, that really, that truly does like, I I think that makes the, the light versus dark such a bigger deal than, than what even destiny makes it out to be like, like it always, it always has been the, the great, um, the great battle between the sky and the deep and and you know we as guardians wield the light and but we have a little bit of darkness in us so we can wield the dark too and and then the the darkness is like nah we're your salvation uh everything everything about you is a perversion of of everything like yeah no that's that's a and for us to, to to be able to say hey we beat the strongest thing that you could throw at us um there's not much else you can throw at us. So, or, or in this, in this sense, there is, we have literally beat the strongest thing. You, you, the strongest thing ever. Yeah. And you like, we, man, that really does. That's a mind blowing thought right there.
1: So the, the other thing that I think is of worthy of note in this passage here, um, Previously, when referencing uh, the Traveler, they've referenced a Traveler. In this instance, they say, we chase a god called the Traveler. So I don't know if that's an editing error, if or if it's intentional that they switch between a, meaning one of multiple, and the, as in the one and only um and and or is it like the last traveler maybe the last that could be uh
0: that's what that's what i'm curious about have they have they actually come across some of the other travelers that we theorized existed before as as the like uh, the equivalency of the pyramid ships right like is our traveler the last traveler is that is is that the last connection to the light
1: yeah, very, very well. Maybe, um, you know. On one hand, I don't expect them to just come out and say it. If if that is the case, on the other hand, that seems like a pretty big thing to omit in the books in the high religious texts. The the conquering of other travelers.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, that's like that's been their whole journey, right? Is to like stay get rid of the sky, like. right? Yeah. Yeah, for them to have, for them to have possibly omitted killing every single traveler they've come across. Now there's only one.
1: Yeah, it, I feel like there would be other reference to that if that were the case.
0: Yeah. Um, Me too. So,
1: who knows? But at least at this point in time, they're referring to it as the traveler. Uh. But yeah. So then we get into verse four seven, um, titled "Shapes and Points." Uh, and this is still from the point of view of Oryx. Um, he says, look at you. Already you are grown, my daughter. Already you are a wizard. Have I been away so long? Now your ear a nook and Savathun cackles and rages at your brilliance. You have written 11 axioms describing the ascendant places, our throne world. You have announced that you will kill one of these axioms as Akka would kill the truth, and in mantling Akka, you will become a god as I am. If you try it, I may kill you, or I may applaud. Well done. I brought you this bitter acid for your celebrations. And you, Irhalak, you are a wizard too, as is the way of twins. I have been with Shifu Arath, who complains that you have made a straw that you have made a song and sung it in her throne world and killed every one who listened, quite irrevocably. Well we have songs instead of sword Will we have songs instead of swords and boomers? What have you made for me? It is a tooth shaped like death. I will keep it in my mouth. What have you written for me? It is the course of the Nikah thought ship. I will track it down. I made you by cutting one larvae in half, it would not die. Each half grew into one of you. My sword is named Willbreaker, but it never broke you.
0: So for anyone f- So these are these are the twins from King's Fall. Yep,
1: these are the twins from King's Fall, um Ear Anuk and Ear Halak. Uh being described as significantly more powerful and impressive here than I thought they were in the raid. Um,
0: right. Like they're kind of man in the raid. Cause don't you fight them right before you fight Oryx? yeah, they're,
1: they're the fight right before Oryx. The I uh, like,
0: they really are meh,
1: <laughs> <clears throat> which, you know, is what it is. But yeah, he's, I mean, he's describing Irinook as having, uh, you know, mapping out the ascendant planes and, having uh grand ideas to uh kill a, a god and ascend to the same level as oryx um yep and he's he's talking about Ir as being i think the first death singer is what's that's being what i was about here. to
0: ask is this the first death song
1: i think so I. Uh, because Oryx says Sivirath has complained you have made a song and sung it in her throne world and killed everyone who listened. Will we have songs instead of swords and boomers? Like, I feel like if death songs had existed before this point, he wouldn't be asking that question. Um,
0: I think I think this is the beginning of the death songs so, for for wizards. Yeah, so I
1: think Irhaluk made the the first death song. Um,
0: I I. <sighs> This has a lot of implications for, uh, on, honestly, Kingsfall coming back in
1: game. I would love Kingsfall to come back. I I think it will personally.
0: Like if these are if these are as powerful, if if this stuff that we're reading right now is as powerful as we're perceiving it to be, I I think whatever we killed was was just a, a, a I don't well, know a
1: fake. So here's here's the thing, I don't I don't think it's fake. I don't I don't think they're implying that what we saw is not really, the the daughters of Oryx, the um, true daughters. Yeah, I think maybe what's being implied here, some of this is because video game, like it it just is. Right, right. Um, we we got to be able to beat the big bad because if they were so powerful we couldn't beat them. No one would enjoy <laughs> that. Right. Uh, I mean. Some people would, (laughs) but at the same time, we could also take this as no; these things are terribly, incredibly powerful in the Destiny Universe, but we are just that much more so when we fought them.
0: I was trying to say, but we, but we beat them. Like that's that to me is the that that is the flip side of that, right? Like that's the that's that's the that's the better answer than because video game. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's, we are these thingers, these things are this powerful. They've created this thing called a death song that literally when they sing it, you die. Like, it, and, it, and it's not like poof, you're dead. It's like, you're unmade from time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say unmade from time. You're unmade from existence. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. a better, because obviously the, the vex have the, have the whole time thing going for them. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I like that. I, I like that idea of these things are, we're so powerful and yet we beat them. Like what, what can't we beat as guardians?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, which this, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but spoilers, we killed Oryx uh, at the end oh of the King's no. Fall um, Oh no. Oh no. Uh, But this, this idea kind of lends to, and, and I don't know if it's in, this grimoire actually or not uh but there's a a lore card out there i'd have to find uh of toland toland the shattered who was there and watched our showdown with oryx and watched us beat him and the the grimoire card is him seeing our victory and then just shouting at us because we're walking away and not taking the throne because um, we are not assuming our rightful place as, you know, King slash queen of the hive and of the sword logic uh, as, yeah, but, as we should be by, but defeating Oryx. But, but, but Toland is nuts. <laughs> oh, Toland is batshit insane. <laughs> but, He's also not but, wrong but when Toland it comes to things done. in the Hive. <laughs>
0: I, I guess if, like the only other person that I feel like would have any other type of insight <laughs> to the Hive would be Eris, right? Like Between yeah. Eris and Toland, those are the two most connected to the Hive. Like, oh, absolutely. Every other, every other person of that six-man team is gone there there's nothing left of them toland being as shattered as he is and and only existing in a in the ascendant plane and 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 as a as a little blip on the on the screen in front of us and eris who i'm pretty sure is walking around the world walk around the universe with an ahamkara bone in her hand wishing to continue <laughs> and that's how like it's we're gonna have to talk about her one day um but yeah no like it it
1: Toland is nuts. Yes. Yes, he's absolutely nuts. Um So yeah. This brings us to verse four eight. Which again is if we get
0: through all of four tonight, I'm gonna be
1: incredibly impressed. We might do it.
0: This is nuts. This is this is I don't even think we got through all of one on the first night. No, we did not. Um I didn't think so.
1: Uh, so four eight the partition. Look,
0: look at us! This this is the power of taking a break, people. That's right. We are. We're is...
1: back and we're motivated,
0: and we're... we are motivated. We're efficient. We are. I d-
1: don't expect this yes. for more than one episode. Uh...
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, so verse yeah. verse four eight the partition of death. One day, Oryx decided to grow new wings. While he wrestled with his worm, he came upon his twin daughters dying in a wound between places. What are you doing, my daughters? he asked. He was afraid that ir and Ir-Anak were trying to go into the deep, where only the tablets of ruin allowed Oryx to go. We are dying, father, they said, as many times as we can manage. That's adorably precious, Oryx shook out his new wings. But why? We propose a method by which ascendant souls can be detached and integrated into a tatiological and autonomous thanatosphere, which we tentatively term an oversoul. Oversouls can be stored in a throne world as a mechanism of enhanced death resilience. As a side effect, new refinements to our death song may be achieved, moving us closer to a generally effective paracausal death impulse. Oryx brandished his sword, Speak the royal tongue or I will pin you up for ire to eat. If we can separate our deaths from ourselves and hide them, we will be harder to kill. Oryx went to his son, Crota. Go keep an eye on your sisters, he said. You can learn cunning from them. But while Oryx traveled to observe the deep, while Oryx traveled to observe the deep destroy an ancient fortress world, Crota conspired with his sisters to learn their secrets. I too will experiment with a wound, he said. With his sword, Crota cut open a new wound into a new space. In here, he thought he might obtain a secret power. Out of this wound came machines called Vex. They invaded Oryx's throne world. This is interesting. Um,
0: I was thinking this whole thing is like, (laughs) first off, first off, Hey, what are you two doing? (laughs) We're trying to kill ourselves over and over and over again. Well, that's, that's cute and adorable. And I like, I, I appreciate you for that, but why? I don't know. Be better. (laughs) You two are weird. Hey, Crota, make sure they don't do shit while I'm gone. Okay. And don't stay up past midnight, okay? And don't learn shit from them, cause I'll know. I'm the I'm the knowing person. Okay. See you soon, Dad. Hey, what are you guys? What what are you what are you doing? Oh, you know, we're just killing ourselves over and over and over again, so that way we can try to separate our deaths from ourselves and and hide that death in a pocket universe where if we die, we don't actually die. Oh, cool, cool. Um can i learn that sure why not okay no 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 what are you doing that's i i cut a hole and i'm making a place where did you even cut a hole to i don't know but look there's like little robots and shit god damn it crota this is why we can't have nice things
1: this is all playing out in my head like some sitcom. Like some nineties sitcom. Right. <laughs> well uh, well <laughs> the the part that, that I, I totally loved. Um, or where or, or it's like, what do you do? And they give this long what? super scientific explanation. Yeah. You know, uh, ascendant souls can be detached into a tatiological and autonomous th- <laughs> th- thanatosphere, which we tend to And he literally gives them the English, please. Like- <laughs>
0: yeah! <laughs> He's like, that's nice, but what the fuck are you talking about?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but <laughs>
0: We made a thing and we're going to do his stuff. Okay, that's cute and all, and I love you for it, but <laughs> cut that shit out or I'm going to kill you. Like. Wait what?
1: <laughs> so the the
0: cut that shit out, and I'm gonna kill you and feed you to the to a worm god. <laughs> take that. Yeah, where's your sword logic now, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what just played out oh, here yes. in front of that's us. That's
1: exactly what it was. <laughs> but but you take the the you know full house sitcom out of it. There's some really interesting oh, information too here. Too
0: soon, myth. Too oh, soon, myth. that was
1: fuck oh. i didn't didn't even cross my mind i did hear about that news today um,
0: as soon as you said 90s sitcom in my head i was like please don't say full house please don't say full house please don't say full house and then you said it
1: oh i'm sorry that for the of, you... of that as a kid so that's just <laughs> in my mind
0: right like that's the two sisters are actually <laughs> yep. the two sisters yep. <laughs> Like, that's just, that's them. And then the brother comes over, and he's like, hey, what you doing? Oh, we're getting into shit. Oh, okay, can I join? Sure. And then he screws it up, and now they're all in trouble. Yeah, no, that is that is exactly what has been described here is an episode of Full House. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, uh, we're recording this after the day of uh, Bob Saget passing away in his sleep. Uh, so yeah, so that is this this is unintentionally the rudest thing that has happened, but also like very thematical in in what is happening right now mm-hmm. in this in this verse is is an episode of of Full House.
1: But you you take that you know take away some of the the comedy aspect. There's some really interesting things here. Um, oh, absolutely. They, the the sisters again, the, they apparently were much more important characters than what they seemed in the Raid encounter. Um, They created Oversouls. They figured out how to make an Oversoul, which is essentially how uh, Crota and how any of the Ascendant Hive, when we came across them, um, stayed alive in, in their throne world or how they transitioned into their throne world after death. Uh, and I and I wonder if this is how the form of resurrection, hive resurrection as we know it, came into play, and if prior to this uh to be resurrected from your throne world like required that that description that Shivu Arath talked about. Um and this I think now you're circumvents right. I
0: that. think this is I think you're right. I think this is a way to to have a A resurrection without having to have any type of record of what you were because and they describe it really uh, (laughs) english please uh they actually describe it pretty well they're essentially hiding that death in a pocket universe Mm -hmm. and 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 in that pocket universe that's that's where they're saying that you know well you didn't really die because the the death is being hidden in a pocket universe, and and therefore when you when you die, and I put that in quotation marks, uh, you're not actually died. You you haven't actually died. Like there's that no, you're you're still alive. You still exist. You're still around. But now you just have an easier vessel to get in and out of yep. uh, death and and undeath.
1: Yeah. So <clears throat> that part's really interesting. Um, and then, and then- Orix. Ex- being oh well I can do that too and cutting a <laughs> hole and that hole just so <laughs> happening to be full of Vex uh, now, so I guess that's
0: that's my question it that's purely incidental there's nothing like he just cut open a, a thing and was like well, I'm going to make my own pocket world and pocket universe and blah 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 blah, blah and he just happened to put, cut into something that had Vex in it
1: which is interesting because I feel like I, I have always been under the impression that he cut into that spot in particular under the direction of Savathun, but that does not see this is this is where
0: stories here. are starting. Right, this is where this is where different stories are starting to. I don't want to say conflict each other, but this is where we're starting to have trying to have a better understanding of where these different stories are lining up
1: right so and
0: and now i'm from at least from crota's point of view he just cut it open and and hey look vex that sucks but then from it it could have been an influence from savathun savathun could have been trying to find a way to undermine oryx and thus allow like snuck this thought into crota's head like hey go check out what your sisters are doing they're doing some crazy shit over there maybe you can do that too and he's just like okay and just walks over like what you guys doing and then leads into that he's like i can do this too i i'm curious if that is what's happening there if we're if we're just seeing this from another point of view before we see it from sabathun's point of view I, I think or that is, is what everything Sabathu says an actual lie, or or not the truth?
1: So I think um, I'm I'm doing some research here. Some research.
0: Uh, Active research—that's yeah. what we call this. So uh,
1: apparently, we get a little more explanation in the next verse here in four um, nine. But I think that's exactly what we're seeing from Oryx's point of view. He cut into a world, um, and it happened to have Vex in it. But uh, in the next verse, I think we're going to get some more information from Savathun's point of view that shows that maybe there was a little more to it than that. Um, well, let's jump to the next episode on Full House. <laughs> so verse 4-9. God nine, damn it. Verse 4-9. <laughs> Open your eyes, go into it, is the title. And it states... The Vex clattered around, constructing large problems. At first, their constructions were deranged because they didn't understand the sword logic, which defined all rules in Oryx's throne world. The geometry perplexed them. I'll cut them apart, Oryx said. But just then, the Vex' ritual of better thoughts manifested a mind called Quoria Blade Transform. And Coria deduced the sword logic. I have to kill everything, Quoria resolved. Then I will be powerful. Crota's gait began to emit warrior vex, huge and brassy. He leapt forward to fight them, but they blinked away. After they fled from Crota, they killed 2,000 of Oryx's acolytes and 10,000 of his thrall. Soon they had established themselves as powers in this world by right of slaughter. "'Come forth, sister wizards,' called Ir-Halak. "'We need you.' Ir-Anuk pulled a sword star out of the sky. Together the wizards charged it with killing power and made an annihilator totem, which they used to smash the vex. "'Close the wound, brother Crota,' Anuk ordered." We will find a cunning way to destroy them, but only after they stop constructing problems on us. But Quoria had instanced itself to the other side of the gate, and built a holdfast to keep the way open. Quoria's objective was to exploit the paracausal physics of Oryx's throne to become divine. It organized a series of test invasions. For a hundred years of local time, the siblings fought the Vex. When the Vex came into the sword world, they were inevitably annihilated. But when the Hive went to the Vex world, they lost too much of their power to win. Father is going to eat our souls, Helux sighed. Quoria captured some worm larvae and began experimenting with them. Soon, Quoria blade transform manifested religious tactics. By directing worship at the worms, Quoria learned it could alter reality with mild antipathogenic effects. Being an efficient machine, Quoria manifested a priesthood and ordered all its subminds to believe in worship. Then it set about abducting and killing dangerous organisms so it could bootstrap itself to hive godhood. For some vex reason, Coria never attempted to introduce worm larvae into its mind fluid. Savathun was laughing, because she had tricked Croda into cutting into that place. This drew the attention of the worm, our god, Oryx. Called Ire, set your house in order. And that's the end of this that. Is,
0: one. This is literally this is literally another episode of Full, Full House. <clears throat> this is this that's what's happening. Much more like, violent there was So much, <clears throat> right? Like this is like what if Full House, but like you know um uh, futuristic death war thing like in the <laughs> middle of Transformer world um no there's a lot going on here like i mean Coria is a lot more powerful than i'm than we even gave her credit for and she was just an instance boss
1: yeah yeah um yeah it's interesting to see so uh a couple things to to touch on here we have the creation of annihilator totems of were originally built yep. as a, a means of combating the Vex, um, which is, is kind of an is interesting gen- little tidbit.
0: Yeah, like, that's a that's a scary thought, too. Like, the only way they could even kill these Vex was Annihilator Totems.
1: And that they were fighting the Vex for a hundred years of local time, which I assume was a hundred years what? within Oryx's throne world. They were fighting these Vex. Yeah. Um, yeah when the vex came to the 100
0: actual years yeah. i guess would be the yeah. would be the
1: uh, but yet quoria has a much deeper understanding of how to gain power the hive way than i had anticipated like i knew quoria yeah. learned the sword logic i uh, i guess what i did didn't she remember like... was that she literally made the vex believe in religion because she figured that was a way to gain power through sword logic
0: um, that's mind-blowing. That's genuinely mind-blowing. Like, That's mind-blowing. The Vex are such... The Vex are so much scarier than we give them credit for.
1: Which I think this is an like, interesting uh, kind of correlation between what we see Quaria do and what the Soul... Uh, was it Soul Divisive does in the, the Black Garden? Yes. Where yes. the Soul Divisive also took up worship of the the black heart the the whatever that was lump darkness. of darkness
0: i i think it's darkness i i'm i'm gonna call it darkness
1: yeah. um they also decided that the best course of action was to create religious worship of this darkness uh i think for different reasons their their logic was right. different But they came to the same conclusion that Quaria did, and that is that...
0: And for a machine, and specifically the Vex machine, for them to come to that conclusion, mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's a big deal.
1: Yeah, because that means that they have decided that that worship is the best means for the Vex existence to continue. Because that that's their main goal is that the vex. That's their ultimate. Is, that's their
0: ultimate everything. Vex should exist. They exist to exist. Yep, they they they've existed since the beginning. They've they existed before the beginning. Like in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah. there was the light and the dark and the vex, and the vex thought it was good. And no, that's but that's like they literally existed since the beginning. And so. Their whole entire existence has been, how do we continue to exist? That's the problem they're trying to solve. Yeah. That's that's the that's the continuous. It and 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 to them it it is a literal problem. Like it, they they existed as algorithms, as as mathematical algorithms, and 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 all that, and then manifested into a physical form in the radiolarian fluid, then continue to evolve. And I put that in quotation marks. Uh, into their current vex and for them to – that's their only thought process how do we how do we continue to exist and and not in a good or bad sense in a we we have to be the only thing that exists but it's not in like we have to be sense.
1: The,
0: very very binary we either, we exist or we don't exist yep. and it's and that's very that's very mechanical that's very digital logic and and it's man all these all these entities in destiny are way more in way, they have way more depth to them than I think any of us give them credit for. Oh yeah, and 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 it's that's mind blowing that that two different two different um, what would you call that two different battalions, two different armies, two different two different sects of 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 hive came to that same conclusion of w- this this idea of religion and this idea of worship. Is the only way to exist,
1: or is the most each efficient in their own
0: way. individual ways? But that's it. That's it. The most efficient way, because at the end of the day, that, that's what they That's what it's all about. Yep. How do we get to a hundred percent efficiency?
1: So I, I found this uh, line interesting and and kind of funny in my headcanon. So the um, for some vex reason, Coria never attempted to introduce worm larvae into its mind fluid. Um, on on one hand, good, because <laughs> that would be scary. <laughs> uh, a vex, a, a vex, vex Hi- hive hybrid, dude. Um,
0: dude.
1: But so from from a from a and like, then
0: it could be ascendant. Ooh yeah, yeah, yeah. dude.
1: From a like in in universe lore reasoning, um, I was like, okay, well, for, I guess for some vex reason, yeah, For some vex reason, <laughs> uh. If if I were I like
0: that wording,
1: <laughs> if I were to try and offer a legitimate in-universe explanation, it would be that Quoria recognized that by combining with the hive larvae, uh, it would it would make them have to feed it for survival, um, and that that is not. The, a path to you know permanent existence, or, existence. or is not an efficient yeah. path to permanent existence. Um,
0: yeah. Ooh, now the, yeah, there's a good thought. The outside, it's not an efficient path to permanent existence. That's a ooh, I like that.
1: The the outside perspective. What what I think would be funny to to imagine is happening, is oh, the authors <laughs> of these lore cards of of the books of sorrow wrote this epic conflict between Quoria and the hive and then someone came up and was like that's really cool why didn't Quoria ever but just <laughs> assimilate the hive larvae and the writer going well shit <laughs> what well,
0: cuz some vex reason, some I don't fucking reason. Know. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is literally because video game they yeah. literally wrote in there and the and this this is an interesting thought too because there are entities in Destiny that know that they are in a video game, namely the
1: Ahamkara. Namely the Ahamkara. Yeah.
0: But the fact that even the Vex are like, well, because video game, like, come <laughs> on, like that's, you can't do that, can you? I mean, I they mean, did. <laughs> <laughs> so they did, and I ought. That's. <laughs> That is amazing. It, but it, it absolutely is this episode of, of – it, it's like the part two of of the Full House episode, right? Like it's – you know, Crow's over there like, oh, shit. How do I – shit, I fucked up. I got to close this thing. I don't – oh, god. There's all this – there's these little robot things everywhere. I keep killing them. They keep killing our people. I don't know what the hell's going to do on. And then the two sisters going to buy – Dude, our dad is gonna kill us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is literally gonna eat our souls. We are fucked. Like, we need to solve this now. And they're just all three of them now running around like, okay, get the wizards, get the wizards, wizards, get everyone. Call this guy, call that guy. This I think I think that one thing is the bad thing that it calls itself Quario Blade Transform. So we're gonna we're gonna take it down. And is like, nah. No. I'm good.
1: I'm I'm out of here. I'm going to sit on the other side of this little realm and just send armies at you. Uh, yep. Yeah.
0: Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I, and not just that. I'm going to exist in both places at once because Vex reasons. Boom.
1: Because some Vex reasons. Well, you can't reason. use
0: that as a reason. You can't. You can't. And then it's it's like it's like the two kids making up rules to a game that they just made, <laughs> and they're just like, well, you can't do that. And the other guy's like, yeah, I can because Vex reasons. Because Vex Boom. reasons. What you gonna What you gonna do about it? Nope. Well, what if we? Nope. Vex reasons. But what if we? Nope. Vex reasons. Vex reasons.
1: I'm I'm gonna use that from now on in our raid groups for that's, for anything. That's what's happening. Like,
0: anything why? that goes wrong. Well, why'd we die? Vex reasons. Vex reasons. Yeah. What Zor? Why'd you do that? Vex reasons.
1: Why didn't you pick up the relic? Vex reasons.
0: Vex reasons. If Bungie can use it, I can use it. Yep.
1: Boom. Yep. <laughs> And the best part is no one in our clan is going to know what the hell we're no. talking about unless they can listen to this episode. So.
0: Well. <laughs> Shit. I like that. That's, you know, Oh, there he is. There's, there's, there's our, our epic producer eclipse. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's, because vex reasons what a what a shit way to write that too (laughs) like like that's you know that's exactly what happened right like the how you described it of like oh man dude that's epic that's awesome but why did not you know if Coria is like this great thing and it saw the worm like fuck i don't know because vex reasons (laughs) oh the deadline's we tomorrow can do because
1: vex reasons
0: <laughs> we can do that oh absolutely we can do that just fucking put it in there who's who's gonna call us out on it we're the writers like we can do whatever the fuck we want like yeah no that's exactly what's happening there mm. um but no like i the i like the i like the idea of coria didn't uh take on the the larvae because it didn't see, like Quaria itself, did not see that as the most efficient way to continue to exist, um, because of the idea of having to feed it. Like that's, again, that that's that's the other part of the equation, right? Is efficiency. It's mm-hmm. it's how do we exist efficiently, and and how do we become the most efficient existence possible, and that's and and that's. Well, I, I think it's it,
1: it's I guess less about how do we become the most efficient existence possible. It is. What is the most efficient path to soul existence?
0: There you go, there you go. I like that. I really do like that. Um, yeah, no, that's 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 everything. And then and then for literally for them to fight for a hundred years local time, and and to just make no progress, like no headway one way or another, and and Coria to just sit back and go, yeah, what's so up? can't beat me because vex reasons and
1: corey is learning this entire time because that's what they do
0: that's the thing that's the thing the to, to the whole thing with the vex is it if the longer it fights you the longer it can it can learn from you and therefore it can keep can and and i mean we saw that we see that in the in the infinite forest oh yeah right like that's the whole reason the infinite forest existed it created millions and millions and millions and millions of different timelines to try to assess out hey well if we take if it it literally looks at every binary binary possible outcome of every question posed to it right like you know if 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 we say if we go left here that 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 takes this path. Well, then if we go right here, that takes this path. You know, they, and they're they're literally assessing this at a at an individual level of of choices and decisions, and for to see a, to see Coria doing that in real time over the course of a hundred years like that. Coria is a hell of a lot more powerful, and 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 the the sisters are a hell of a lot more powerful, and we beat them. Mm-hmm. We beat all these entities. That's the thing. Like. I'm starting to realize that Crota is just kind of like a fuck off. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's kind of the derp of the group. Like, uh, uh, not to talk bad to any Crota fans, but you might want to pick someone else to to be a fanatic about. Um, we'll see.
1: He he might do some some interesting things. I mean, I get. I guess the big the big event to Crota's name is that he slaughtered literally thousands of Guardians on the moon um, before sure. meeting us. You know our our player right. guardian,
0: um, right? Which maybe again he didn't he didn't have the power he didn't have the power of friendship
1: and love, right? Right, and Galahorn, <laughs> uh, god, god
0: dang it, <laughs> and, and Icebreaker, and Icebreaker, yeah. <laughs> but I,
1: that, that's just another thing that goes to show our player guardians' power level in comparison to the general populace of guardians. Um yeah. granted, yeah. we weren't exactly facing Crota in the same situation as uh those thousands that died on the, the moon fighting him. Um you know, we invaded his throne world where when he was not necessarily ready for us through kind of a back door that Eris showed us and like Yeah, you know, we, we we got to him that way, which is very different than fighting him on a battlefield in his prime with his army, you know, absolutely. But at the end of the day we, we still beat his ass, so. Right.
0: Well, and and so but that I it yes. Uh yeah. yeah. That every everything about this 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 set of lore entries uh for four point four point zero to 4.9 is there's a lot of interesting things here, but again, most of this stuff is stuff that's been presented to us as the Guardian and 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 right. in game, and so we we have a little bit better understanding of it going into all this. And so I think I think that kind of helped us get through all of four in a single episode. That's this kind of mind blowing. We we're gonna have to we're gonna have to come up with content real quick. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I I do think. Um, well, I, one one last point about four uh, nine, it does confirm. That Savathun tricked Crota into yeah. cutting into the the Vex realm. How she knew it was and there, or you know, I, I don't know, but unknown, unknown. she knew that that was where the Vex lived, and the Vex would be a big problem. And somehow, some way, directed Crota to cut into their world to make this portal. Um, so we we were correct. We just hadn't gotten to that point yet in the yeah in the war.
0: Well, and and like. Obviously, we have so much more to cover with Coria herself. Um, all, I mean, all the way up until Hell last season. Uh, season yep. of the Splicer was in in game where we actually went went to her realm and fought her. And I I am still not a hundred percent on the idea that we have killed Coria.
1: So a, f- a fun little fan I'm 99% theory. I'm ninety nine percent there. Fun little fan theory about Coria. Um, and a- actually, I wanted to talk about this too. Quoria states, or it states in the bonus episode, um, Quoria's objective was to exploit the paracausal physics of Oryx's throne to become divine. So Quoria that, understood that exact thing. Quaria understood the sword logic, understood how it would lead to power, and understood even if if even if Quoria could not simulate paracausality had an understanding of what paracausality was and pot- and the potential of what it could do that it knew that it could use those paracausal laws of Oryx's throne world to itself become a hive god, essentially.
0: To become paracausal
1: Yeah. And if Quaria at this state having been fighting the hive for a hundred years already had that knowledge. I don't think it's a huge stretch to think that Quaria, when we meet her or it, um, maybe has some form of throne world or some form of oversoul or something like that. Uh,
0: now here's 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 one one thing to to possibly back that up or combat it. I don't I don't know how this can be taken. If if Quiria has an understanding of per, pericausality causality and pericausal abilities, and we as guardians using our light are using pericausal, or we are pericausal because guardians do make their own fate <sighs> does that inst- in, does that basically mean that when we fought her, we were just fighting a crucible match? Maybe, uh, and maybe no, not. Not in like a funny sense, but like in a in, yeah. a in a genuine like, hey, she could she could have just rezzed on the other end of it.
1: Yeah, maybe so. I think there's a lot. But of... we don't
0: we don't know if she can rez. Like right. that's rez is always associated with light, and she is very much associated with darkness now. And may, I don't oh, I, I don't mean... want to say she's associated with darkness now. There were she was literally taken. She had a yeah. taken barrier in front of her. So I mean, and taken being of the darkness. Like I I very much think that she is tied further to the darkness than she is the light. Because I think I think I think at a I think at a base level the Vex as a whole are a neutral party. I think they are neither light nor dark. I would agree. Yeah. And then every time that they've had some type of darkness introduced to them, it has become this religious worshiping and now they are more of the dark than they are of neutral but they they still are not of the light or of the dark it's 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 like a 7030 thing right like they're still 30% neutral but but there's like 70% darkness or maybe it's the other way maybe maybe they're 70% neutral and thirty percent darkness you know like that's it, it, and, and that's how they that's how they came up with this efficient way of existing Um it, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't think we really beat Coria. Then, I, I don't think we really beat Coria, and I don't think we really beat the the sisters, and I don't think we really beat orcs. I, I, I truly think that that these beings were way more powerful than I think. I think these were false victories.
1: I won't go that far personally. Um, I could, I could certainly see the in-universe reason for them maybe coming back around at some point, but. I'm of, of the the belief that when we defeated Oryx we, we defeated Oryx. Um, um specifically, because, specifically because well, I I guess for, for a number of reasons. For, for number one of the of bigger ones being that the touch, touch of malice exists. Uh or, yep. or did exist in D one. Yeah. Um and that
0: Well it quite possibly still exists.
1: It's somewhere in the rubble of the original tower. Uh I mean, it. We we found Galloorn again. This is true. I, again, I would love to see King's Fall come back. I think that would make a lot of sense as something to come back uh, shortly after Witch Queen, um, as the absolutely the vanilla raid, you know, re redo. Um, but yeah, Quoria is interesting. I, part part of my desire for us to not have beaten Quoria is that it felt like Coria didn't get the yeah you know, for, for all the hype and all of the mystique around Coria she's just kind of a, a lame boss um, yeah but on the other hand yep. I understand that not every big bad in the game can be a raid boss like they, they need to give solo players some kind of conclusion some kind of ability to be like yeah I beat I beat the dude that was. I beat you know, Quaria.
0: At, I'm I'm a guardian uh, of the light. I am the most powerful being on the earth. Yeah, yeah, you know.
1: So I I get it. I get it. But um, but yeah, I uh I think maybe that's a good spot to stop. Actually, it doesn't quite get us all the way through verse four. Technically, there's still four ten and four eleven. Um, get out of town. But they only go to nine. And eh, not not for four. Um, but there's so, a well, lot of really well, dense information in those two. In those two? That well, shit.
0: I thought we were getting all the way through four.
1: I, I truly thought four nine was the end. So nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay then,
1: we got two more. But like I said, it's very very dense info, and it's all cataloging the conflict between the Vex and Oryx and Quoria. And I feel like we're gonna want to not be under any kind of like time constraint when we're discussing those bits. Um, oh, absolutely! So I think that's a good. Those spot are to those are very important bits. Next time. On... Yeah. Well,
0: cool. Um, dang, man we we nine verses, nine nine partial verses. Like, yeah, we right
1: yeah, we trucked right along today.
0: Nine subverses. We really we really blazed right through it. Um, all right. Well, I'll, I'll start with thank yous. Then uh, my first thank you goes to. Uh, let's see here uh let's start with full house uh just because i feel like that's appropriate uh you know as 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 much as we we joked about here about this being an episode of these two verses being episodes of full house um you know that's something that obviously myth grew up on and i grew up on myself um i don't remember a whole lot of it but but yeah that's uh so thank you full house for giving us cool 90s references uh, and we're sad to see you go, uh, Bob, Mr. Bob Saget. Um, the world will be a little bit smaller without you. Um, my next thank you is to uh, 2022 for just being a shit year. Uh,
1: <laughs> Already,
0: <laughs> it's. I mean, we lost Betty White, and we lost. Like, now, okay, now I'll give you. I'll give you that one. Betty White was last year, but that's kind of a shit start to a year. Right, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't know how much like, you can't really go down from there. And then we lose Bob Saget. I'm like, all right, well, all right, you prove me wrong, world. Thanks, dicks. Uh let's see here. Who else can I thank? Oh, we definitely have to thank the sisters. I mean, without them, we wouldn't have death songs. Like we have we to thank have lot, Oryx apparently. for having. Yeah, we wouldn't have. Croto wouldn't have cut open the world. Like it's it there's that that's a fucked up ass family tree man like that's they got a weird dynamic going on there yeah uh but yeah thank you for thank you to Oryx for just being crazy thank you to to your sisters for locking you away and driving you insane uh thanks Toland again for being insane (laughs) uh yeah uh obviously thank you Mark for for being able to join us tonight um absolutely Uh, yeah Myth you got anything?
1: no say I think you you covered it Uh, we're hoping that despite the the uh, aforementioned terrible start to 2022 that at least for (laughs) the world of destiny and the, the world where we discuss all of the the lores and happenings in destiny that uh i think this will be this will be a good year which which queen's looking to be really really cool and i'm excited to to see where things go and and the new theories we can come up with so
0: me too and of course i i've I, the one thank you that i forgot that i should never forget uh thank you myth for being here and and perpetuating this this craziness forward <laughs> and letting us all have our crazy thoughts together so
1: absolutely it's ton of fun
0: all righty well uh from all of us Lord nerds uh to all of you guardians out there uh continue having a, a wonderful year and uh we'll see you next week